The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird! It's a plane! Their mission, to fight injustice, to right that which is wrong, and to serve all mankind. I can't get over this. So the only thing left to say, of course, is the one obvious thing. Excelsior! Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. I know, I know, I need to fix that video. I just have no friggin' time. It sucks. Anyway, my name's Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard. You're watching Splash Pages, the comic book club. We got an awesome show scheduled for you today. And as always, Velvet Joker, how's it going, bud? It's going good. What was wrong with the video? I liked it. It was fun. The aspect ratio is wrong. I got to change the music in it. it it's yeah, I, it needs work. Uh, yeah. Now, who who did that art for you? Uh, that is uh, Dal Merge. The guy from England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, who does the uh, the art for the token dead. The token dudes. dead. It was great. Yeah. Oh, that's a fun little animation. Oh, totally. Yeah, he did a great job. Uh, and you know who else does a great job at eating while we're doing the intro? Is that your, your new thing, Drew? I, I like to eat. Yes, it's very true. Very bad. Um, I like to eat 
before our show. I don't like to to <laughs> review and rant on an empty stomach. And you know, my my partner makes such delicious meals. I feel it'd be insulting to just let them get cold and not eat them. And how dare you watch me while I eat? Like, you know, that's just rude. I, I don't, you know, and it's not my fault I can't stop quoting our first intro, not the second <laughs> intro, because it's nothing. So whatever. We're talking about Deadpool. Well, I, I, I heard the, the plate scraping, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now, speaking about your significant other there, Drew, you know, it's it's the holidays are coming. And, you know, you guys mm-hmm. have been together for at least five years now. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering if you've been jewelry shopping lately. You know what? Um, I'm going to respectfully um, ignore that question um, simply because I get asked it a lot. And um, when it comes time for, as you put it, jewelry shopping, Mm -hmm, mm you will know because it will be wonderful and explosive and magical and possibly be mysterious. So you could be keeping it on the low and just not want to know. Not want to let inquiring nuns that want to know want to know. Time will tell. Time will tell. Now, strap them down, Leo. Strap them down. <laughs> Put this in your video. Um, you, you know, you'll feel so much better when you get it done. You know, uh, otherwise, like the nerves are gonna. I, I know when I I proposed to my wife, it was nerve wracking, and it was just like I asked permission for her father, and he's like, "Hurry up." Do it now. Just a pitter pat, a little mini Drews running around the house. Be so cute. One day. Um, wait, 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 wait. Are they? I, I could see just a pack of little Ghostbusters running around. Oh my god! Yeah, that's believe me. You're not the first person to ask that. <laughs> um, but, but you know, the holidays are coming. So I, I, I think the thing I just enjoy is I realize that. The rest of like, ever since my birthday, ever the rest of the year always speeds up because it's my birthday is literally end of September, then October, bam, Halloween, uh, Thanksgiving, bam, November, Christmas. It's um, my partner Angie's birthday, and then Christmas, and then New Year's, and then everything stops. Like January and February are the coldest, slowest months. Oh yeah, you know, but from September to uh, December, everything is just so busy, and uh, I enjoy it. But sometimes I'm like, just a little, a little slower. Just a little, a little slow slower. down and read the comics, there, Drew. Pretty much. Read the room. So, and I will say, I'm really glad we got a chance because we were going to do this earlier, but we we weren't able to. But I'm glad we came back to this because what a great Deadpool story arc to to start with, and I think that. Personally, Dead Presidents is a great arc, both for fans of the character, but also for people who might not be fans of Deadpool. Like this might be their first. I think it's a great kind of jumping on book. Well, or people that are fans of the character. Like I've read a little bit of Deadpool, but I love the movies. And, mm-hmm. you know, I always wondered where do I get started in the comics? Right. And this is a great spot. This is a uh, what is this volume two? It's, or three? it's well, no, no. It's, I think it's volume th- th- three. I think it's volume. It's one of those yeah. because I know the series that preceded it. Um, Cause I, I own that one too in all entirety. And that was Daniel Way's run of Deadpool, which went for about 63 issues. Again, I have every one. So I know this. Nice. Um, 
And then this transferred over. And then this was, yeah. And then following this was the other one. You know, it, it's just, there's a lot of Deadpool out there. So, but yeah, great, great jumping on. But I think the thing that I really enjoyed is that being that this was the first one, the subject is just so comic book wacky, but yet it's still very Deadpoolian, but it's not too Deadpool because I feel that some writers don't don't know how to write Deadpool in a way that makes sense for them. Like some people will make him too serious, like how he was in the beginning, you know, when he was just basically Marvel's Deathstroke. I mean, his name is Wade Wilson. I mean, right. No jokes there. Um, and then some people will make it too jokey and pop culture and stuff, you know, like they're like, oh, I see what Joe Kelly and Ed McGuinness did back in the 90s. We're going to do that, but we're going to do more. And I was like, yeah, but too much can be bad. You know, um, you you have to find what works for you. And, and I think um, Jerry Dugan and Brian Posen, the writers, I think they Posein. had a Posen. Posen. Posen, right. Thank you. Uh, yes, everyone who's watching, I'm horrible at names. So um, that is just my lot in life. Um, Mr. Posein. Just, uh, just real quick for those watching, uh, just a heads up. Uh, we are going to be keeping track. Uh, there is going to be a Spider-Man trailer drop tonight. Uh, so we're going to do something a little special. So if you see it drop, post it in the comments. We'll keep in the lookout. Sorry to interrupt, Drew. Just want to let everybody know how things are going. Oh, no, it's fine. That's totally worth interrupting. But yeah, so I've met them. I've met both these writers, funny enough. I've met both of them. And I've even, I've met Tony Moore, the artist as well. Most of our viewers will know him as the first, as one of the co-creators of The Walking Dead with Robert Kirkman. He was the artist for the first uh, volume. And he also did the covers for, I think, the first couple of volumes after that. So, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Brian Posehn, uh, he's uh, had quite a media career as well, mm -hmm. outside yeah, of comics. Uh, mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's it was so funny because I got to meet him. Um, Rich, funny enough, I got to meet him at Terrificon. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I remember that year. Um, yeah. I, I didn't get to see him that time. I, I, I think I was going around and his line was really long at the time, so I never made it well, back. But these things I, happen. I got him really, really early. And it's so funny because, you know what? I'll tell this story later. You know, it's, it, you know, but yeah. So I'm really glad we're able to review this. I think it was a really fun, easy read. I think sometimes it's really hard when comics are, I don't want to say it's a chore to read, but it's, there are sometimes comics that you have to take time to digest. Like it's very heavy, but then there's some that you kind of have to pull yourself to finish and it's like, am I not invested in the material? Do I not care? But this was very easy and fun and very lighthearted, which is funny considering the subject matter. <laughs> so, well, uh, uh, so in preparation for this, I did find some quotes uh, from the writers uh, about yes. their thoughts. Uh, should I go over it now, or should we save yeah. it for a little later? Go I don't know. It. I mean, this uh, is all the the prep stuff, so totally. we might as well. So uh, Dugan, uh, he said, uh, we tried to cram a lot of funny things in really quickly in case we got fired. And uh, he was going for a Mad Magazine style gags and jokes galore. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
the uh, main influences uh, uh, for his take on De Deadpool was uh, Ghostbusters, Big Trouble in Little China, uh, and movies with normal guys responding to a crazy situation uh, with their humor. Die Hard. And uh, there's a uh, apparently a big homage to uh, St Steve Martin and Lily Tomlin from uh, All of Me. Wow, I totally missed that. Yeah, yeah. I did too. Yeah. Now I'm going to reread that again and find it, and then I'll let you all know where, <laughs> where it was. <laughs> um, no, that makes sense. And I've met Dugan a few times. He's such a great, well-humored man. Like you can understand why dead like he he just spent such time writing Deadpool. And it's actually funny because after this volume ended with issue 245, because they went back to original for like a hot minute, they went back to original numbering. He then wrote the next series, which was all him, and that was for 36 issues. And then he did a following series, which is the despicable Deadpool. <clears throat> which ended i think issue 300 so yeah he 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 i think he's currently one of the longest writing writers for deadpool in marvel so far so wow. Wow. pretty pretty cool um so yeah what, what other uh, did you have any other quotes clips you know uh, those were the quotes that I could find from the writers uh, I uh, I do have some information that came out in 2012 though cool uh, so to kick it off bit. channeling my inner Sophia picture it <laughs> uh, picture it Sicily 2012 uh, <sighs> in 2012 we saw the economy return Hurricane Sandy and uh, Sandy Hook, unfortunately. If you're a kid in 2012, I'm sorry, you just missed out on Saturday morning cartoons since they were phased out in 2011. But you got Adventure Time, Regular Show, Penguins of Madagascar, and Kung Fu Panda. Gas costs us a whopping $3.64 a gallon. And 2012, the top-selling comics were Walking Dead 100, Uncanny Avengers number 1, Avengers versus X-Men number one, Amazing Spider-Man number 700, and all new X-Men number one. We paid a ticket price of $7.92 to go to the movies. And the top movies that year, obviously The Avengers. Also that same year, we got Dark Knight Rises, The Hunger Games, Skyfall, and Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 2. And on the boob tube, uh, NCIS was popular as always. Uh, Big Bang Theory, NCIS, Los Angeles, and Person of Interest. And the best video games of that era, Call of Duty Black Ops 2, Madden NFL 13, Halo 4, Assassin's Creed 3, and Just Dance 4. That concludes the era of Deadpool from 2012-2013. Isn't it crazy that that's literally going to be like 10 years ago like next year yeah uh, and a lot of that kind of still didn't change like yeah. especially the gas prices i was like <laughs> oh yeah yeah gas prices we got a new isn't there a new halo out this week yeah i think i saw a thing that live action right yeah but i, I think care. there's a new game too oh i don't care never, like I never liked halo yeah, yeah. i mean, I, I liked halo but i never liked halo to play I, it i played halo one I, I you know but i never 
gotten to the others, you know. I like Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. Oh, love that game. Love that movie. Love that game. All that jazz. Um, Good evening, Jeremy. He still Good feels uh, like the 90s were still 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. In our hearts, it's still the 90s or the 80s or the 70s, depending on how old some of our, our, our listeners are. Yeah. So we feel you, sir. So, all right. Scary. Um, scary. Are we you, getting close? 819. Anyone uh, so feeling the do you wanna, of the Do you want to do the synopsis of the briefly of this, Leo? And then. Yeah. You wanna, uh, would you like me to do it or would you like to do it? I, um, mean, I have a brief one that I could read. You know what, Leo? I can yeah. talk. Uh, uh, I'll talk about this more than enough. Yeah. Why don't you read it? Okay. <laughs> uh, Deadpool former uh, United States presidents from George Washington to Gerald Ford have been resurrected. Uh, and I said Deadpool dead former United States presidents. They've been resurrected and that is bad. The Marvel heroes can't be the ones to stop them. Someone is needed with the reputation, skills and plausible deniability to take out these calm monsters and chiefs. Calm monsters and chiefs. Uh, bad. Uh, <laughs> Deadpool time is now. Be here as Deadpool dead undeadifies ex-presidents left and right, marching wits with tricky Dick Nixon, fighting a grudge match against honest Abe Lincoln, and battling Ronald Reagan in space. Do you in need space. more than that? Sorry. <laughs> That's why I said it. Uh uh, fine, then monkeys and maybe Doctor Strange if you're good. This is the Deadpool series you will marry someday in Wade We Trust. Chock full of stuff. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I, I love the beginning um, where Deadpool just kind of comes out of a dinosaur and he's hanging out with Thor and Thor's like, uh, we yeah, all right, man, it's all this. good. And he's like, we're best friends, we're buddies, secret team up. He's such a fanboy. And Thor's response is, we will never speak of this. <laughs> um, I I think it's for me, like, I, what I realized, I started, like, for me, it's, I started counting how many Ghostbusters references I could find. Because I remember when he was having that battle with FDR. And FDR is clean in the clock with him. He, he says some Ghostbusters line, and it that that I think was for me was the moment. I was like, I'm gonna give this series a real shot because <laughs> it just again it just came off so naturally uh, that you're just like, wow. Uh, Jeremy says we never get how they got the uh, got in the dinosaur. I guess it was from the previous adventure. You know what? Honestly, sometimes I think the, the the moral of the story is you can put Wade in any situation, and somehow he's going to find a way out. <laughs> Whether it's it's through one end or the other, or right in the middle, he'll he'll find a way out. Yes, indeed. You know, and he'll hate it, but it's there. Um, <laughs> there you go. Also, it's just so funny. Like, again, this series set up a lot of characters that would be very prominent during this run. You have Agent Preston, 
you had uh, Agent Adsit, you had Michael the Necromancer, you had uh, one of my favorite unex- uh, unexpected sidekicks, the ghost of Benjamin Franklin. So funny. Yes. Oh, God. What yeah, he, he banged Leia. What a horny, what a horn dog. Yeah. Dr. Stranger uh, still holding a grudge. Oh, still holding the grudge. Um, yeah. And it just, again, it's, it's so funny. I'm, I'm when rereading this, cause I still will see the parallels. So I'll see like some of these reactions and I remember them from Tony Moore's run of, of, um, walking dead. So I'm like, yeah, it kind of works. But then this like, Oh my God, it's so great. Like, look at this. Like, you shouldn't even think that this is a threat, but it's so funny. Yeah, in the wheelchair and he's picking up cars. Oh, yeah. And I just... Uh, uh, the power of the presidency. And poor Pres- Preston. No one even remembered it was her birthday. Nope. But, oh, yeah. Like I said, I feel like there's a, there's a Ghostbusters reference somewhere there. I just... Like I said, I don't remember. Well, I, just, I mean, was... even the overall look and feel of the ghosts, you know, each time they come up is is, is very Ghostbusters-esque with the greenish hue. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah I mean, but, I think, off them, absolutely. but I think the thing that really impressed me is they literally included every single president, you know, which is amazing because I don't remember some of these people. Like, and they even make fun of that. They were like, yeah, we did nothing. Like, we're some of the most boring presidents. Like, just kill us. And it's just so great. Well, they that that whole section where he just did, like, a montage was, was just awesome. Just like, oh, yeah. Down. That's a little further past this, actually. So, I mean, you have the FDR fight where he yeah, gets some these fun, quippy things. He's like, one of them was like, uh, I'm the only president that did, never got elected. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at this. Great. Yeah, and then, like I said, like if they ever adapted this into a movie, God, I would see it. God, I would see the hell out of this movie. <laughs> just, just, just to to see this and see how horribly they adapt it. Because I think I'm still scarred by uh, comic book adaptations, but it was well, fine. Um, but like, I feel like Tony Daniel really just gets like the gruesomeness of Wade. Like he's basically like a rotting zombie. But like, oh god. Well, it's, it's gruesome yet comical at the same time. Oh yeah. Well, that's and that's the best thing about the mask is that it's funny because with Deadpool, like this, I'm sorry, I don't care where I was going. It's important. This was one of my favorites. Especially because at that time he still had Jimmy Carter was still alive, so he's like, I'm, "I'm not dead." And you have, um, is that General Ford threatening him? Right? And just it's just great. But <laughs> I'm sorry, my other favorite is literally the page after. Please, is one of my like. This oh is yeah, how exactly. when yeah. Abe Lincoln shoots him it, right through the eye, just like. Uh, yeah, I've always wanted to. He do got that. executed. He did that twice love, in this comic. Twice. Yeah, I just love that. He was just like, bam, I've always wanted to do that. I was like, oh, I can't. This book is going to be great. 
Um, Jeremy says the full page of uh, Michael the Necromancer was my favorite art of the book. That um, was a good one. The full page stuff was always pretty great. Uh, he so. loved the uh, the Reagan references. Uh, Jody yeah. Foster, he mentioned. Um, and then the football jersey commercial reference was actually hilarious. Oh, yeah. I know what he's talking about, that one. Uh, when Deadpool throws the mask at the kid after uh, beating oh, the crap yeah. out of Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> this also was great. Into too. hemophiliac. Well, I also want to give credit the chibi Deadpool, the little Deadpools. I've met that artist. That's Irene Lee. She is adorable. And I actually got uh, her uh, to commission a drawing of me as Deadpool. Oh, nice. And oh, my. I'll show it to you guys later. After all the thing, it is probably the most adorable thing I've ever seen. And I have it hanging up. And again, I don't really do commissions, but that was $30 well worth it. And you all will, will enjoy it when you see it. So, Well, that's yes. not bad. And you supported a uh, indie artist. Oh, she's great. She's, she's fantastic. But yeah, so this, this, again, Deadpool versus one of my favorite presidents, Teddy Roosevelt. A conservationist. Also, credit to uh, these covers. That's actually, I, I made a mistake. Those covers aren't um, Tony Moore. That's Giac Daro. So um, he does a lot of, of, he did a book with Frank Miller called, I think it's called Hard Boiled, back in the Dark Horse era. You see him with a lot of, of stuff. He's really known for his very minuscule, but very detailed pages kind of similar to Art Adams, but a little different. And uh, it's very gritty and, and kind of realistic and whatnot. So, I mean, look at that cover. I mean, how great. Yeah, those animals are super realistic. Yeah, he's very known for his realistic work. Except for so. the elephant holding a gun. Oh, come on. That's super realistic. <laughs> if animals could kill, an elephant would be both a, a legitimate threat and a good shot. So, all right. So... Yeah. And this one starts off with a good Wade fantasy. It does. Wade on the beach. A little invisible girl action with the He's little white sheen action. Yeah. Followed by, uh, yeah, look at that. It's the only time you'll ever see Sue Richards, and I believe that's Emma Frost. Yep, yep. Fighting over Wade. And they both get and then is that Dazzle? That's Dazzler. 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 70s, 70s Dazzler. Yep. Rollerblades and everything. Gets booted by She-Hulk just to kiss Wade. And then back to reality. God damn that. Oh, God. I hate when that happens. Yeah. It's the worst. Ben Franklin's so hilarious through this whole thing. Oh, God. Horny Ben? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. And then I also just love that Michael brings back the presidents because he thinks it's going to save the country. And yet he's bullied by them to essentially almost destroy the country. Like if that's not irony, I don't know what is. Well, uh, actually I didn't write it down, but that was another thing they mentioned uh, in the article. They were talking about uh, the reason why they chose dead presidents was at that time Barack Obama was just uh, elected president and the nation was, you know, li like we were, you know, a couple of years ago in turmoil, you know, it's mm -hmm. got a lot of people that really, you know, despise the government. And this was a way to like, you know, poke humor 
at it. Yeah, absolutely. It's super even relevant today. Totally. Gentlemen, uh, sorry to interrupt, but it, it has been called uh, 8.30 on the dot. And yes, our friend Stephen has posted it. It is available on Twitter. Ooh. So, so Leo, yeah. do you want to check to see if, if that is, is true? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to pull up. Oh, my computer's going so slow. So for those those of us wondering why we interrupted our normal Deadpoolian broadcast, this is kind of fourth wall breaking. But as we stated before, the Spider-Man No Way From Home second trailer has been dropped in the New York area right now. And this is supposed to reveal the uh, the rumors about us potentially seeing other cinematic spider-man so nope. i see the link to my right oh man yeah uh okay so how about one of you plays the volume uh the other mute it and we'll all hit play at the same exact time i mean i just i just who's, who's muting I, uh rich how about you unmute all right uh we should be able to hear yours audio and uh i just clicked mine just start Uh, well rewind it rewind it rewind it no i didn't start i didn't start anything i just it's loading (sighs) you're muted uh rich Yeah, so so everybody stay unmuted, but uh, let's hear the volume from yours, Rich, if we can hear it. Crap. All right, all right. So we're all gonna play it at once. We're all gonna play it at once. One. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. wait, wait, wait. On, on three. Wait, 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 on three. Wait, 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 wait. I've got to make sure. <laughs> hold on. All right, I'm at zero. Go. Man in the rain. Ever since I got bit by that spider. Damn it. I'm lagging. Or my life is felt more. That was when you found out. that spell where you wanted everyone to forget that Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Ooh, goblin. Getting some visitors. From every universe. Ooh. Did you just say you're not Peter Parker? We need to send them back. Wait, no, sir, we do there are others out there. We need to send them back. <laughs> so, Scooby do this crap. You know, all this is pathetic. You're a mess. I know a couple magic words myself, starting with the word please. Please, Scooby do this crap. <laughs> <laughs> Flying out into the 
They all die. It's their fate. What do you mean? They all die. Finding Spider-Man. It's their fate. Oh. Sorry, kid. Yeah, me too. Don't. Look, there has to be another way. There isn't. There are dangers to our universe. You're not gonna take this away from me. Struggling. Damn, man. Damn man. What? No, oh, that was Electro. Electro. Yeah. Electro or Sam Man? Wow. <laughs> They're all Tom Holland. <laughs> Whoa. That uh, was a whole lot. Yeah, it was. So so we didn't get uh we didn't get acknowledgement of the other Spider Men. No, uh, but we two. have Green Goblin. Yeah. Otto Octavius. Yeah. Sandman. Sandman. Electro. Electro. What did I miss? They didn't show lizard. No. But so, some people are speculating that that's venom and not lizard. I, I I think that's that's silly. Well, there's still others that could play a factor. I mean, don't you have to remember in the original Fantastic Four, not Fantastic Four, the original Sinister Six, um, Mysterio and Vulture were both in it. So. Yes. We know technically Mysterio is quote unquote dead, although he's been dead before. And then we do know that the vulture, even though imprisoned, is still dangerously a factor. And then there's still technically other villains out there that could easily be used for the first time. Um, I will say it's really nice that Jimmy Fox is getting a, a better shot at Electro. Yes. Yeah. He, he you know, I, I know he deserved better. I watched the amazing movies. I I I did not mind them. I I, I actually prefer the amazing movies over uh, the Raimi movies. Oh, that's that's completely up to you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, 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 well, listen, the Raimi movies were always my bread and butter. There were things that I thought the Web Spider-Man did okay. Um. But I think that Amazing Spider-Man 2, while the suit looked fantastic, and I think Garfield really nailed some of that traditional Spidey humor, um, I still feel his Peter Parker was a little too cool for school. And I just think that, again, there were too many villains. You know? So that's just, that's just me. Uh, but, of course, I am going to uh, re-watch that trailer again because... Sometimes seeing it again, uh, especially when the lag isn't off because I started late and then I try to catch up. And um, huh. 
but I'm just glad to know we now have a line. Uh, please, Scooby-Doo, this crap. <laughs> I yeah, like, I, I don't know what that meant exactly, but maybe I'm uh, too old for that. But so, listen. My thing being is, listen. Whether we get Maguire and Garfield in, whether we don't, to me. I think that this has some great potential and from looking at this might be the last hurrah of Tom Holland's Spider-Man, which there's really nothing written in stone there, but you know, eventually they, you know, people do move on from their Marvel contracts. They do. And, and he's, you know, he could have a video game franchise going because uh, he has that uncharted movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so- but the rumor mill is, you know, after this is done, uh, potentially another three movies with him and three series. Well, I think it's also good to, speaking of series, that we have to, and we can just briefly say this, is that Spider-Man freshman year is has been announced, which is very exciting. I'm not sure where, but I feel that this is a way for them to touch on the Uncle Ben death. Um, and it's funny because I was talking to Chris, um, my, my other host from the Spectacular Spider-Man Salvage Summit podcast, about this. And, you know, I think he's definitely right that there's hopefully there's a way to do the Uncle Ben death without simply repeating what we already knew. Yeah. You know, like even if it's in a flashback, that's fine. Just not 30 minutes doing what was already so well done in the Raimi movies and which was kind of well done in the web movies. Uh, Jeremy says, uh, boo, I want old Peter enough. These young Parkers, (laughs) you want superior. Oh, it's we'll we'll see. We'll see about Uh, that one. Yeah. Um, I still, uh, you know, I, I know why that they're holding it back. Andrew and, uh, I was going to say Andrew and Garfield, but um, Andrew and uh, Toby. So you're still uh, thinking of presidents, man. Presidents? Oh, yeah. Pre- presidents. Presidents. President Garfield, remember? Yeah. Yeah. Nice segue yeah. there. Yeah. Good presidents. Good presidents. <laughs> yeah. Trying to wrap it back in. <laughs> so, but well, I, well, listen, I think that was a good way to give more of what we wanted, show more of the film, but avoid what i feel is a very common thing with the movie trailers you give too much so it's like why see the movie yeah you know and i'm gonna be honest with you the best example of that will always be in my mind batman versus superman i feel those trailers by then i was like so that was a good uh seven minute movie nice right yeah well you know uh you ever go back and look at the trailers from like like the 50s mm-hmm. so so i've seen somewhere the trailer is like seven minutes long right you know they have to explain the whole plot and they're really trying to sell people going into the movies you know mm-hmm. so i mean yeah I don't know where I was going with that, but essentially trailers, you know, spoiling everything, but it's something that's been done for a while. Well, yeah, but I still feel that there's a way you can entice to see the film and show it off, but you don't have to give away the whole film. 
you know and i feel and i feel that some movies do that better than others yeah in my opinion and that's my opinion and you don't have to agree with it and it's fine I didn't but, say I, I didn't say I agreed with it or no, not. No, no, I'm, I'm, I know. I'm just saying overall. So, but all I'm all I'm saying is I want that damn tire from Twister. You're still hanging on to that. I'm still hanging on to that damn tire. They took it out of the movie. It was in the trailer. Somebody give him a cow. Yeah. So, <laughs> blind cow going by. So, right. So we left off. They're resurrecting the undead army. All right, resurrecting the undead army. Right. Dun, dun, so, dun. Leo, for once, you can just keep flipping and we'll tell you when to stop. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, we got four more issues to go through. We do. Oh, uh, God. I, I Poor just bear. To... Poor okay, bear. Just... <laughs> now, this, though, this was... Uh... Okay, a little further. Sorry, Leo. This I... is great. Yeah, yeah the hunting crazy. scene and with the elephant was just crazy. And the uh, the Bugs Bunny reference, I just love it. I is definitely a uh, Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd vibe. Doesn't he make like because I can't read oh, yeah, the text yeah. exactly? Is that he a says, Lion King reference? Uh, he said, uh, "Wabbits are dead pleasants." I'm done. I love you, Wade. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, just keep flipping. Yeah, he get, totally gets gored by the elephant. Oh, my goodness. Oh, God. That's just what, gory perfection right there. What a shot. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah. The elephant didn't know when to let go? Clearly not. Boom! Barbecue elephant. Oh, Yeah. And how much is that going to cost? And how much is that going to cost? I just enjoy that that was his way. It's just, okay, well, I got him. So I'm just going to electrocute him and, eh, hell with the elephant. It was a dick anyway. Yeah, and, and Wong is not, is not trying to let... Yo, I'm sorry. Again, <laughs> these issues ended on such wonderful notes each time that really had you coming back. Like, just, just... Seeing Wong like, yeah, we, 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 our doctor is busy. Can you come back on the uh, November 5th, uh, of November, November 19th of, <laughs> of never? Just real quick. I love it that uh, they made a uh, Thomas Edison reference with this. Oh, yeah. Topsy. Right. Oh, God. Yeah. because uh, For those of you that don't know, Thomas Edison was known for electrocuting an elephant. Yep. Uh, to prove that uh, electricity was dangerous. Yep. And for, for fans of uh, Bob's Burgers, you will remember that from the famous Topsy ep- episode, which is still my most fa- one of my most favorite hummed songs of Bob's Burgers. But that's another story for another time. This, again, still hilarious, wonderful way to end. Um because, yeah, you're, you're dealing with necromancy, so why wouldn't you go to Doctor Strange? Absolutely. Who at that time was sporting a very different look. Because if this was 2012, he, yeah, he, he, had, he had ditched his, uh, he was trying a new wardrobe. Yeah, he's looking almost like Hefner. Well, I Hefner mean, it doesn't, help. it doesn't help. He's got all those psychedelic 70s style, which is clearly a Ditko-esque reference. 
he's entertaining all these sweet psychedelic honeys from the 70s because you know dr strange is in so all right next doctors need love too Mm -hmm. oh god Now, uh, Doctor Strange wasn't in this uh, that long. Oh dear God! Well, he he definitely bounced in and out those last yeah. Two. You again the 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 one page stuff. It's still great. You you just gotta really appreciate that when an artist is given that and they just fill it with such beautiful imagery. Now they um Doctor Strange sort of whispers into Wade's ear that, about something that's going on with him or his soul or his aura or something like that. Mm-hmm. This, but that doesn't get revealed in this series. No. Do you have any re- idea when or if that gets revealed? Yeah, there's the next the next series was uh, something called Soul Hunter involving okay. Wade and more hijinks and, and demons and stuff. Yeah, it's great. All right, I'll but... have to get I'll have to get that one. So it's Deadpool Soul Hunter. Yeah, it's literally the arc after this one. Okay, awesome. So check that out. Yeah, but again, look at this, you know? And I just love that that George Washington was like the overarching villain of the dead presidents. I mean, he was the first, and it's just, oh, yes, the magical sword. Yes. Just, and that, is that, no, I'm trying to remember. Is that you want to call Nixon? it Alice? Yeah. But is that was that Nixon he exploded? I don't remember. I don't know. Uh looks like Nixon, yeah. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, Nixon got to Watergate and he couldn't stop himself. Oh yeah, right. He saw Watergate. He was like, I remember this place. Uh, Jeremy says, Y'all seem like big fans of Deadpool. This was really a tough read for me. I couldn't wait to get to the reader's letters. Never been a reader of Deadpool. Hey, listen. Whatever works, I will give. I will give Jeremy credit. The letter, the both the readers' letters and how the editors respond to them are always funny. Yeah. So. And Jeremy, I appreciate you for reading uh, this with us as well. Thank you. Yeah. So. Yeah. Some kind of you got to read outside your comfort zone. It's true. So, and then the next one, (laughs) Wade versus Abe Lincoln. This just can't yeah wade starting as maryland (laughs) yeah he's trying to he's trying to tempt kennedy and kennedy's like oh man you're looking rough can you put some panties on yeah uh oh maryland you didn't oh maryland you you, you didn't age well the years have not been kind to you maryland (laughs) (laughs) it just bam uh it was that was great mr cuban missile crisis right there <laughs> but See, that's for, how you... uh, for Jeremy out there, you know, um, Jeremy, like the presidential references is what did it for me. That's, I mean, you know, if, if there's parts of it that are too silly or too violent, I mean, that, that is the great comedic value of this series for me. Oh, God. Yeah. See what I mean? Like, it's just slaying all these, these like wasted, no important. Uh, uh, presidents, they just they just get the 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 magic sword. It's just wonderful. 
Jeremy says, I like this because it gave me a feel of Superman versus Ali. They even drew Pussain and Dugan into the crowd. Wow, yeah, I, I didn't saw that. I, I did saw, not see that. That's awesome. I saw Pussain. It was a very obvious, and I assumed that was Dugan next to him, but oh, I don't know what makes Dugan sense. like. Beard. Um, there we go. See? Other presidents. Excuse me. Wait, it's just a gory mess. Yeah, yeah. Moving right along. Dear God. Oh, yeah, and Abe wrestling uh, with the big guy, kicking butt as usual, like Abe does. Oh, yeah. Land he just smacked down. Do you just see him just clothesline that, that fighter? That is just <laughs> hilarious. Bam. Oh, yeah. He's right there. He reminds me of uh, Abe oh, Lincoln yeah. Vampire Hunter. That's awesome. Yeah. I just noticed the entire time the Abe is still wearing his hat. Yeah, they're right there on the lower right. Yeah, I see him. I see it right there. You're right. Oh. Daredevil. I didn't notice that before. Well, I didn't either. Oh, yeah. Wow. I That was right there the whole time. Huh. Okay. Well, it makes sense. You know, uh, boxing match, father. Remember? Oh yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's great. Man, but you gotta give credit to Wade. He took a vicious beating. Like, god damn. Franklin screaming, Dead man uh Deadpool, kill that man now. And then he gets distracted by be a beautiful woman. I was like, You uh, this man. Still still a horn dog even in death. Well, then we got old Ronnie Reagan up in space. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see them. Reaganomics. I'm finally gonna get to play Star Wars, mommy. <laughs> I, like I told you, like these, again, these ending these scenes. It's awesome. They yeah. they really knew how to entice you to come back for the next one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and you I know. forgot the president would uh, tub. Uh, that would be Taft. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Taft smash. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Next. Oh, that's it right there on the upper right The uh, when he throws with the uh, bloody mask yep. on the kid. Hey, kid, catch. And the what, kid what was that? That was the 80s Coke commercial, right? Yeah. That was. Or um, Pepsi or. Yeah, it was one of those. So, yeah. The kid gives him the drink and then, hey, kid, and he throws the jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Big famous one. And. And it's like I was saying, it's so funny because there was a time Wade didn't want to wear the mask because he didn't like hiding his face. And then somewhere he preferred it because it hid the scars. So it's just, it's so funny knowing that history and you see him in this kind of place. Of course, Wade in space. Oh, with the monkeys, this was fucked up. Get those damn damn dirty monkeys off me. Yeah. You just could, I mean, come on, it's monkeys, man. You, you, you had to make the reference. You had to reference Planet of the Apes. I didn't notice this before. All the jelly beans coming out of Reagan. That was yeah, that's right. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, you know, the man did love his jelly beans. <laughs> he did. <laughs> See, and that's the thing you have to you have to wonder is that is that part of the script or is that 
you know, just the artist adding a little extra flair. Either way, it's genius. Uh, and uh, Jeremy says, uh, when did Deadpool become the Merc with a mouth? I know he wasn't originally that way. I can I can answer that. That originally started with Joe Kelly and Egg McGinnis's run. And it's actually funny, Leo, that you brought this up earlier. You said that that Hussein and, and Dugan uh said that they kept writing it like they were going to be fired that's literally what joe kelly and ed mcginnis did for every issue they were working on deadpool they were like yeah we're gonna they just were convinced every issue was going to be their last but it kept selling well so they just kept writing more <laughs> but that was their approach and also what a way to for for uh for reagan to go man Oh, just get sucked out into space. Yeah. 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 I'm even a jumping ahead. I'm going to say that's my favorite death of the jelly beans. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That is, it's, it's not, not bad. I'm not going to lie. That's pretty great. Um, I will say, I think one of my favorites is either, well, is either FDR or Roosevelt. Because again, the, the, how, and the historicalness. Like, I think FDR a little bit more. Not FDR, um, Teddy Roosevelt, because like you said, the reference to Topsy. I was like, I can't. Like, it's not, I'm not used to a Deadpool story making me think. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't even know about Topsy. Yeah. Was Topsy the name of the elephant or was it, it's... Uh... I believe so. Again, I'm going off of what I remember from a Bob's Burger episode. So, you know, that that in itself feels wrong. But, you know, yeah, sometimes I, they did I know, research. I know historically it was uh, because uh, Edison was trying to discredit. Um, who was the other genius? Tesla. There? Tesla, was it? Well, yeah, and it's funny because yes. now we all kind of sympathize more with Tesla than we do Edison. Yeah. So. Yeah, but... Edison had the DC, and was it Tesla mm -hmm. with the AC? Yeah. Yeah. And then this book, you, I, like, it's so funny. This entire series, things have been going, you know, moderately fine, and then this was just what a downer. I mean, you have both Preston dead, and then Deadpool dead, and. It's just one of those where you're reminded that even though Deadpool is essentially immortal, he still can die. Yeah. So, you know, and then Michael, Michael just can't stop messing up. That's what that turns out to. And just can't help himself. Poor, poor kid. Yeah. And this is, yeah, this is super ghostbustery right here. Oh, that's 100%. Look Jerry. at that. Jeremy said Preston's death was a shock. Yeah, you didn't, no one expected that. I mean, no. she's such a great character, you know, but again, she, she, I'll just say she lives on. But dear God, poor, poor Crud. Deadpool. Crud, your boobs have boobs. <laughs> <laughs> again, you know, just so well played. Like, look at this. And then I also loved this scene as one of my favorite not kind of deaths was you had these two presidents. <laughs> they didn't even die in battle. <laughs> they just, they were just walking around and they ended up insulting the wrong person. 
and the remains of Johnson and Grant were found in East Los Angeles. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then the same thing with the ones that you see above that were riding horses. I was like, yep, that did not work well. <laughs> like, it's just so funny. Like, again, simple to the point. Like, bam, easy. And then there were three. You can just keep going, Leo. Right, right. Yeah. And then the Avengers come back again in the end. Yeah, of course. I'm just like, all right, we're going to clean this up. I mean, that was that was a great way to end the series. Yeah, that was when a you, shock. When you realize that Preston is stuck in Deadpool's body because Michael is the biggest necromancer fuck up ever. I didn't notice that. Yeah, look at the look at the reflection. I yeah, I yeah I, I see it now. But yeah, she yeah starts, there, he, he starts seeing in the in the I think the scene right before he starts hearing her in his head. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Leo skimmed that last page or two. He totally did. <laughs> there was no he, he he got we lost them after the Star Wars jokes ended. <laughs> but again, this is still one of my favorite Deadpool arcs of all time. Just because again, it was fresh, it was different, it was a great story. It was something that we've never seen Wade do, or much less comics do in general. And it was just fun. And those are the best kind of comics in my mind. Um, you know, because sometimes I feel like certain comics, they're just so, everything is so invested in the events and the the tie-ins and whatnot. It's just nice to read a story that's about the character. Things in the character's contained world. I mean, yeah, the Avengers show up at the end, like Avengers would, you know, but it didn't really hurt the story too much you know it was just oh yeah they made their cameo they get their check in the mail moving on jeremy says it was almost enough to make me read more hey man you gotta get everything a shot if it's not for you it's not for you no worries yeah so um i guess before we get to the news do you guys want to rate it yeah totally um i'm gonna give this a 4.5 i really enjoyed this i I will also give it 4.5. And I'm going to go 4.25. Okay. Either way, this is what I'm essentially saying is that this is on our, our recommended list, if not highly recommended list. So Jeremy says, uh, I think it was the end of book two or three readers letters were all creators. It was great. Oh, I will have to reread that. I for, I completely forgot that. Nice. So, well, everybody, I cannot recommend this series enough it's definitely worth giving a shot there are some really hilarious moments but there are some really sad and genuine moments that you wouldn't expect with deadpool so it's definitely something great um personally if there's another arc that we can do with this i will gladly find it and recommend it but otherwise hey all good yeah uh jeremy gives it a three that's fine that's still better than a one or two yeah totally so, so uh, news. 
Yeah. Did we want to? Uh, which is good for Deadpool, he says. <laughs> yeah, it never works. So, the news. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I got a couple things here. I uh, just mm-hmm. wanted to bring you know. Um, so in comic news, uh, Fear State continues this week in Batman 117. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pride Week is celebrated in that issue with a kiss from Harley and Poison Ivy, uh, along with uh, Superman, Son of Cal L, as mm-hmm. well. Um, DC has a uh, new Suicide Squad coming out uh, called Blaze. It's going to be horror, and it's okay. going to be a black label series by Simon Surrier and Aaron Campbell. Uh, and uh, also around the same time, so th- this is coming out in February. Uh, okay. Also in February, the Jace Fox Batman is moving to New York City. Yes, I am Batman number six. Okay. Yeah. Um, Strange is coming out in March. It's going to be a new Sorcerer Supreme that we're getting because mm-hmm. I believe we're going through the death of Doctor Strange right now. Currently, Carnage yes. turns thirty. Uh, so in March, we're going to be celebrating Carnage Forever number one. Nice. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's a bunch, bunch of new uh, comics coming out this week, as always. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're looking for your local comic shop, uh, was there anything that uh, you guys are waiting for? I, I mean, we're getting Amazing Spider-Man 78.1 uh, coming out. Yeah. Uh, Kang. Conqueror mm-hmm. number four. Uh, Moon Knight number five is coming out. Mm-hmm. We just got um, the Moon Knight trailer. Yes, I, I saw that and I actually was impressed. Um, in my opinion, I feel some of what Marvel's been putting out lately has been hit or miss. Um, but with the series, they've been really good. And honestly, I saw the She Hulk trailer recently. Yes. That looks really good. I'm very oh impressed God. with that. And a wonderful nod, as a friend of mine pointed out, um, to the Incredible Hulk show, because in that, Bruce is basically drill, uh, dressed like Bill Bixby from the show. Yeah, he's got the, oh. the blue shirt and the, 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 the brown pants. Oh, yeah, it's a whole outfit, absolutely. Yeah, it's great. And then I think the way She-Hulk looks, especially even though it was just we saw her from behind, you know, um, the costume looks fantastic. So yeah. here's here's my question. Um, in movie news, uh, Shang Chi is out on v- VOD for everybody to watch. Okay. Uh, so spoilers at the oh. end of that. It's on uh, Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. Um, have both of you seen it? Yes. No. 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 I'm going to see it this week. Okay. okay. Leo. Leo. Pause. Well, hold on. I'm going to put my fingers in my ears. Go ahead. Okay. No, 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 no. no, no. Blah, 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 we can just wait. Blah, 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 Leo, can we wait? Uh, well, it was just a question on the after trailer, or not after trailer, uh, post credit scene with Hulk. So, okay. are we hey, gonna? Rich, see... Do you want to just put yourself on mute and we can just signal you back? Yeah, yeah, I better do that. Okay. Yeah, we'll just do that. Okay. So, uh, spoilers. Uh, we see uh, Bruce Banner in the post credit scene. Right. And he's not Professor Hulk anymore. No, he's back to Bruce Banner. Right. So was that covered in Eternals or are they waiting for She-Hulk to cover that? You know, honestly, I don't know. And it's funny enough, he hasn't seen Shang-Chi. I haven't seen Eternals yet. So, um, and to be quite honest, I don't know if I will. 
um, yeah. which is nothing to do from a lot of the bad press it's been getting. Um, it's really funny because I know the movie has been slammed as I think the worst reviewed Marvel movie uh, so far, uh, which I think is amusing because a lot of people I know have been um, actually, can we, can we signal yeah. Rich back in? Cause yeah. It, yeah. Oh, you're still muted. Hello. Okay. Hello. Right. So I was talking to about Eternals. I, I just like you, Shang Chi. I haven't seen Eternals yet, but I don't really kind of know if I want to. Simply just okay. because I don't know if I really have the, any interest in the film. Which that's just me as a person. There's nothing to say against the. I'm sure the cast did great. I'm sure the script was good. I'm sure everybody put in their Marvel A game. I just. So here's a question though. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to watch it because it just it ties I don't so I don't know anything about it, but it being a phase four movie and mm -hmm. it's obviously all these movies are just tying everything together and moving the whole storyline forward. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you want to watch uh watch it, you know, just because of that? I don't know. I just feel like for me, it just doesn't really feel like I need to. Um, and again, I, I, I could, I could see it at a later time, but I think the other thing being is Leo, that movies are becoming more and more just like a lot of things lately. Movies are becoming more and more expensive to see in theaters. Yeah. And I think that it's really going to boil down to absolute necessity. Like for instance, um, this week it's Ghostbusters and I'm a huge fan. So obviously I have no problem spending the money to see it. And I most likely will see it more than once. But that's not something I'm doing for other movies. Some movies I don't mind waiting for when they're available on streaming services or when my friends have a movie night and that's what we see. You know, I think for me, that urgency really isn't there. Yeah. So I feel like I will see it just like I've seen every other movie of the MCU. It just wasn't on my like, oh my God, see it list. But what is... And I can't wait till we talk about it next week for our Thanksgiving episode. Is I am very excited about Hawkeye. I oh, okay, yeah. super yeah, that trailer looks great for, yeah. for two reasons actually, three. One, I read the book they're basing a lot of this on, and it is wonderful. Matt Fraction's Hawkeye is stupendous. Two, I'm a sucker for Christmas themed things. Not the Hallmark Channel, but just in general. Um, and then three, I mean, we're going to have Lucky the Pizza Dog. It's a dog that, you know, eats pizza. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm so happy. Uh, yeah. Uh, but hey, Drew, I don't want you to feel alone because, um, you know, I have not seen any of the last three Marvel movies that have come out being Carnage, Shang-Chi, or Eternals. Now, I wanted to see Shang-Chi, but... I'm not ready to go to the movies yet. So I was waiting for mm -hmm. Disney Plus. Right. And uh, Honey's got some eye issues and she wants to see it. So we're going to wait for her a good eye night. We're going to watch it together. Okay. But um, yeah, Eternals, I'm not super excited about. Again, I'll, I'll get to it as well. I feel the same as you. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm sure Carnage I'll get to at some point too. Yeah. Uh, just just, and... just doesn't feel like there's a rush to see them. Like I've seen every other Marvel movie. It's like I needed to see it right away. These yeah, last I... three, I've been kind of like, I'll get to it. Well, also with, uh, you know, I I really wanted to see uh, Shang-Chi, um, but obviously I didn't go to the theater. 
Uh, but I had no issue waiting for it to come out. And I watched it, you know, in our living room. And, uh, you know, I forced my wife to watch it with me. <laughs> She's going to cash uh, those chips in eventually, buddy. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I hear good things about it. And I hear everybody likes it. it seems to it, like it. It was amazing. I absolutely loved it. And I actually started watching it a second time already. Uh, Rich, if you like kung fu movies, you mm -hmm. will enjoy this. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, I read it as a child and I remember enjoying it and just seeing in the trailer they had Razor Fist, who was like one of his major opponents in the comic, mm -hmm. was pretty yeah. cool to me. And it's also clever because they do, I mean, they have, they, they tie into some things. They have a very interesting tie-in that I won't spoil, but Leo knows exactly what I'm talking about, that, that really redeems um, a very much criticized plot point. Um, but I will also say this, there are some great cameos in it. And there was one in particular that is so good. It almost steals the show. Okay. That's all I'll say. But when you see it, you'll know. Nice. You'll know. Look at um, I, I will say this uh, in terms of news. I've been reading a book that um, I don't know uh, how much you guys are horror fans or if you caught any of dc's hill house of horror last year mm -hmm. um but uh stephen king's son joe hill mm -hmm, was mm -hmm. working a lot of those projects he wrote two books for it one of them was called basketful of heads yeah, um i'm aware of yeah the sequel is has been uh, has been out for a bit and it's on issue two refrigerator full of heads okay um I've been reading it. It's actually a pretty solid read. I'm actually enjoying it. I'm I'm always a little hesitant of comic book sequels for limited series, but this one seems to be doing some interesting things. So, Rich, uh, give it a shot. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, just real quick, uh, Jeremy posted a bunch in here, and uh, he said uh, a couple things. Uh, Jim Taylor is putting out a book I'm looking forward to. He forgets the name. Uh, he yeah. wanted to know how we feel Black Widow. Uh, and is anybody excited for the Wheel of Time series? Uh, Hawkeye isn't my bag, but the trailer is great, and I love Christmas too. And talking about Shang Chi, mm -hmm. it's on Disney Plus, and I'm in the middle of Eternals. I may need to read before I watch. So, uh, Black Widow and uh, Wheel of Time series. I never saw Black Widow. Still, and again, that was just when I felt like it. I will. Yeah. Um, I have no idea what a Wheel of Time series is. Yeah, I saw it in a trailer. I did see Black Widow and did also do not know the Wheel of Time. But Black Widow was fun. They had a lot of great references, mm -hmm. um, especially if you were a fan of like the 80s yeah. um, USSR group, uh, the Soviet right. super soldiers. Yeah, I just think for me, my criticism to it is I feel like it should have happened sooner. Absolutely. That, but that... it's still a story that you have to watch at some point. No, I know. I just, I, and again, I apologize because I'm sure this is, that's been pummeled into the ground by now. But that's just still, that I think with some of my reluctance, I was like, this could have been it, a, a little sooner in right, my right. mind. And it, and it might have benefited, it might have helped the film out a little bit more because one of the things that really deterred it was that it was released. And and delayed so heavily due to the pandemic. Sure, sure. Yeah. And and for Jeremy, I would say out of ten, it's probably a seven point five. Yeah, you said about that, Leo. 
Yeah, about that. And uh, he says, sorry, I have no friends. That's why I talk with you guys. I look forward to Tuesdays. Uh, Jeremy, make sure you watch uh, Saturday Night Live from last weekend. The Man Park. Oh, my God. Friggin' hilarious. Have you guys? Did you guys see it? I didn't see that one. Speaking Uh, of television, I will say that uh, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Ernie Hudson, who had some great interviews recently, um, I believe they were on the Tonight Show, and then they stopped by for Late Night with Seth Meyers, all three of them. Um, it's just, again, it's so great seeing them. And and even though it would have just made my, my millennium to see Harold among them, you know, it's really great because you can still see that he's still very much there. And it's so great to hear them talk about the new movie, which they're very excited about, and you know, how they're still really blown away by the reaction that Ghostbusters still has. And it's been over 30 years and, you know, they're still recognized as their characters. It's still such a beloved uh, movie. Um, You know, and I know I'm tooting my own horn there, but, you know, it's just so great. And then that this is continuing that. And, uh, you know, uh, it's just so nice seeing that. And then especially seeing that, which was very important to everyone involved that Harold spirit still is very much a part of the film, nice. which is just is completely essential when, when you think about it. Um, Drew doesn't like Ghostbusters at all. He hates them. Oh yeah. No, no. Fuck that movie. Just, a, just a fad for you, right? Just a passing fancy. Uh, you know what? Sometimes a man just wants to run around with a vacuum cleaner strapped to his back and, and just uh, in a way, and just just put himself on every elementary uh, no date list at the same time, you know. But all jokes aside, I'm very excited about Afterlife. I'm doing my best to keep my expectations moderate, but I'm very excited, and I find it amazing. I don't know what else is after that. Like I really do not know what other movies are out there that I really care about. So I'm going to be saving money this Christmas. Yeah. You know, it's, we're at a time where, you know, it, when it comes out, it comes out, you know, so, uh, you know, well, uh, I don't know. Are, are the movies going to die because of this? There's, there's really no rush to, to get there. You know, I think because of the way of the world right now, it's, the there's so many methods of escapism that going to the movies is still an option but it's not as big of an option and i think you know some of that has to do with again a concern for public safety covid and whatnot but me especially i like the convenience of just you know, sitting in my apartment and watching a movie or by myself during breaks of writing, you know, catching up to a movie I haven't seen in a while or ones like, like just recently, I have no problem hitting on just rewatch Good Burger. And it's still funny. You know, uh-huh. entire day to day, I've just been humming, I'm a dude, you know, just <laughs> because, you know. Um, and again, like you said, Leo, there's always going to be new movies. Yeah. Um, and when a movie, it to me, is important enough to see in the big screen, you will. I mean, that's something that that's something that certain movies you have to really experience, especially if you're a fan. Seeing them on the big screen as they were intended, there is something that 
I don't feel home theaters really capture well. Yeah. You know, and which is fine. You know what I mean? So, and I feel like in that way, movie theaters will never die because well, I, that nostalgia will always be there for that experience. Nostalgia, but I, I you know, it's definitely going to be become, uh, you know, larger releases. Um, but for, mm-hmm. for the time being, you know, like HBO releasing movies at HBO Max and at the theaters at the same time has been awesome. You mm-hmm. know, for those of us that can't get to the theaters, you know, due to safety, uh, you know, health issues and COVID and everything. Um, but for movies like Ghostbusters, you know, why mm-hmm. don't they just release it on VOD for like 60 bucks? You know, and so oh, that, man. you know, the people that are, you know, trying to be healthy or, or trying to, you know, have valid reasons for not going out, just like right. get a chance to watch it as well. I don't know. Business fight back and forth. Is money. Yeah. trying to save an industry they mm-hmm. want people to go to theaters but other people want to be safe or people aren't comfortable like myself yet going to the theaters right it's just going to be a battle for a couple of years and, until uh one way right. or another either everything gets better and we can go and, out into the public and feel safe again or mm-hmm. we won't and we'll all just be forced to or or i mean like i also enjoy watching stuff at home it's yeah. great well i you know, looking back, you know, uh, at history, like the Spanish flu that lasted what four years, mm-hmm. and there was no vaccine or anything like that. You yeah, know, and just... there was, and and the death toll was a lot higher. Yeah, because we didn't have the medicine then, and that was millions. Yep. You know, but again, we are still in a lot. We and that's the thing that's really uncomfortable right now is we are still in a lot of new ground. This is still a lot of things because you remember. And we and we're not going to go into this too much because we've been trying to be watching our time, and this is yeah. a discussion that can just go on forever. This is a new thing, not just for us, but for the generations past. You know, our parents have never gone through something like this: wars, um, economic collapse, and rejuvenation. Um, the '80s, you know, um, for some of us, um, you know, that's all there. But this is new. And so there's really no guidebook that we can reference to. We're kind of writing it as we go. And with that, there are mistakes made. There are things that we could have done better. There are things that we did that were good, that worked. Um, so we're, we're, we're kind of in an improvised making things up as we go. And yeah. I think that what we really should focus on is not being so concerned of condemning people that we think is wrong within reason but i think we need to work a little better at at listing and acknowledging different viewpoints but also making your point clear and just saying this is how i'm going to do things and i you don't have to agree with it but you can in some way respect my right to do it um but it's hard because then that can be flipped to justify a lot of absolutely behavior that personally i don't agree with yeah um you know because i do feel that personally speaking gentlemen i do feel there's a lot of fear-mongering a lot of paranoia that gets played to control and i feel that some people just write into the hand instead of asking you know why who benefits you know the big the big questions and and i think one of the biggest mistakes is that you know covid became political and I think that that has that has been one of the biggest failures. 
of of this situation and to me that is just still very disappointing and you know i think the other thing we just got to focus on we're all doing our best we're all we're all trying to live and i think but that did you hear day. drew the new news that is so important no paul rudd is the sexiest man alive in 2021 oh man that is so important and that gives me gives me hope because if he keeps that up, he definitely will be able to enter Thanos. Absolutely. With those deep blue <laughs> eyes. So penetrating. Yep. yep. Just right right up the keister. So and speaking of Paul Rudd, I don't know if anyone's seen, but Paul Rudd as a bad guy in the shrink next door. I watched the first two episodes last night. It was oh, pretty oh, pretty cool to see him as a bad guy. Yeah, he. I, I. We watched the first episode. He definitely. Uh, we didn't get to the second one yet, but he definitely is. Wow. He plays a dick. Uh, but on Apple, um, you obviously watched uh, Ted Lasso, right? Not I. Okay. I mean, I've okay. seen it before, but I'm like not up to date I, or anything. I, I like, need to. I've watch seen like Ted three Lasso. episodes because I saw a clip where somebody gave, gave a straight reading at a funeral, and they quoted Rick Astley's "Never Gonna Give You Up," and oh. I. I I cannot tell you how much I was like, well, this is amazing. Yeah, the the it wasn't just a quote. They everybody started singing it. Oh no, I know. Oh, I'm just oh, saying. Okay. Just just as a person who very much loves karaokeing that song, and that was amazing. Yeah. Um. Well, it's just also just a, a good-hearted show. And Jeremy, uh, the shows we're talking about are on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, uh, Ted Lasso, The Shrink Next Door. And also, if you get a chance to watch it, Acapulco is awesome. Oh, I'll take with what time do I watch these shows for 200, Alex? Well, they're right. short, short shows. Acapulco, if you like Ted Lasso, I think you'll like that. It's another okay. good-hearted Another good-hearted show uh, with a good twist of comedy. So on that note, I think we'll call that that. Um, Everyone tune in next week. We are going to be doing uh, Splash Pages, uh, four best comics of the Thanksgiving season, where we will be reviewing four Thanksgiving-themed comics from either Marvel, DC, or who knows else, and talking about how they so well capture the spirit of eating until your sweatpants drop. So <laughs> awesome. Well, I want to thank everybody for watching this fine evening. Definitely check the show notes uh, to follow these awesome hosts. Uh, they're in the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. Uh, for me, just Google Leo Pond. You'll find a bunch of stuff. Could be true. Could be not. I'm not going to say which is which. Uh, I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network. We got about 40 shows on a network. So many awesome people doing so much awesomeness. And uh, Velvet Joker, where do you like people interacting with you on these socials? Um, well, you can find me, uh, Velvet Joker 2021, on the gram or on Facebook. I'm known as Rich Davis. Uh, but I want to give a quick shout out to one of our newest followers, uh, Brady Diaz, who uh, helped me out at the uh, Verizon store the other night. So I promise I give him a shout out. Now he's listening to the show. Woohoo! Thanks, Brady. Hey, thanks, Brady. I gotta comb my hair. I mean, um, hi everyone. Um, 
when I'm not on the dorkening, I definitely comb my hair because um, I just realized the entire time I look ridiculous. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Drew Mallo. I'm on Instagram occasionally, GhostbusterMan1984. I'm more prominently a freelance writer for Screen Rant. Um, you can look me up, Drew Mallo Screen Rant, and see whatever I'm writing about. I don't know anymore. It's just reflex. Um, I'm here a lot, uh, or here and there. Um, you know, I don't know anymore. I'm just, if you find me, we'll talk. If not, fine. Just live your life, kids. There you go. <laughs> we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Peace out. Peace out.